Hey, how's it going there, Podcast Universe? My name is Rob Steller of the Commentist Block. I'd like to welcome you to the first episode, the pilot episode of Roll to Hit, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I've been playing D&D for a while now with the same group of guys, and I've gotten a lot of requests to release it as a podcast. So let me introduce you to who will be involved. My brother, Paul, is the Dungeon Master. He created this campaign from scratch. I'll be playing Talon, the half-elf sorcerer monk. Josiah will be playing Azir, the drow elf monk. David is Alfred the Weird, playing as a tiefling bard. And Sean is Thaddeus, the half-orc paladin. I want to apologize in advance for the poor quality of the first session, which includes the first two episodes of this podcast. We weren't sure if we were going to release it or not, so we only recorded from one centralized mic. Uh, Also, I've edited a lot of the boring parts out of it, so you don't have to deal with us looking up the rules. I try to cut out that as much as possible, so I hope you enjoy it. I just want to thank you very, very much for checking this out. We really appreciate all the support and all the requests to release this. So please let us know in the comments on Commentus Block whether you like it or not, what we could do better, uh, how we can improve the show, things like that, and we'll be sure to listen to that. We actually started this campaign a little bit before we started recording. You didn't really miss much, and Paul will be recapping it, and it was before David's character was even brought into this. So uh, I promise you didn't miss too much. Paul is going to recap basically the intro to the storyline and also the little bit that we finished in the first session. So without further ado... Welcome to Roll to Hit. Ten day ago, you received a message. Also, don't make fun of the names of my the people that I made up. They may or may not be, uh, uh, okay. um, be, in, be subconsciously influenced by Simpsons and Star Wars. All right. A ten day ago, Uh-oh. you Sorry. you received a message delivered to you by powerful wizard friend Selma. Selma is a member of the Lord's Alliance, a group of allied political powers concerned with mutual security and prosperity. Members of the Order ensure the safety of cities and other settlements by proactively eliminating threats by any means while bringing honor and glory to their leaders and homelands. Selma herself had received word that a small farming town named Galeen, about three ten days travel east, was in some sort of distress. An innkeeper at Galeen named Sidious was was the one who sent the message but failed to provide any further details about the sort of trouble that the town was facing. Knowing that she could trust you, Selma asked if you could go to Galeen and handle the situation. You have left about two and a half, ten days ago, and haven't faced any sort of trouble on the road so far. So, and just to recap, after those 25 days, they did face some trouble. They were walking along this path. They saw that it split. They could have kept going to Galeen, or they could have taken a left, where, um, which they found out was to Scandrone, which is uh, some town or city that they have hadn't heard of i don't believe they went down that way oh and before they went down that way they heard some galloping hoofs so they hid in the hid in the bushes in the side and two um two skeletons riding skeleton war horses rode by them they started following them but they kind of like lost them they turned around went back to that intersection faced off there were some more skeletons there they faced off against those skeletons easily killed them immediately after they were attacked by a uh, large lizard, they killed that. And immediately after that, they started hearing very loud footsteps. So they got scared and ran towards Galeen. <laughs> I was scared. Yes, Talon. No, yes, Talon, the half-orc, half-elf, Elf. excuse me, sorcerer monk, was, not, yeah. was scared. Azir, the drow monk, was not scared. So they looked back. They looked back and saw a massive reptilian being very short. Very short arms, very large head, big tail, walking on two legs. But they ran away from that. Sounds like a Wiggum. A what? Probably a chief Wiggum. <laughs> <laughs> they arrived at Galeen without further problems. They saw, they noticed there was the main features of the town. It was a, it was a very small farming village. They, they, they saw the inn. That's what they were looking for. They saw a like a large abandoned tower. Eventually they visited like a general store where they... Um, 
the store guy gave them some healing potions. So they met up with Sidious, who was initially very frightened, especially by the drow elf, who uh, do not have very good reputation, a very good reputation for in for surface dwellers. So he had the drow before, before he talked to any of them. He made the drow elf and the half orc paladin go away. So he only really talked to Talon, the half elf sorcerer slash monk. Sidious told what Sidious told. Well, he he only really told Talon, who then related to everyone else, who is now relating to you. He told them oh, that. Yeah. But I'm saying that when when uh, well, I'm recapping just so that you remember, but also because so when you meet him, I'm assuming that you're going to tell him. Let's keep it realistic, Paul. Okay. You don't know him. Also, I probably know all this. I've been playing this town for several days. <laughs> <laughs> so Sidious told them that their town was being attacked by a group of cultists called the Crusaders, and he pleaded with the adventurers to go and defeat them so that they would stop terrorizing the town. The Crusaders are located in a keep that's only a, like a few hours' journey to the, to the east in an old abandoned keep, so he persuaded them to go. Before they left, they stopped at the general store, which is where Bronn, who is the, um, the guy who owns the general store, that's where he... When he found out that that's what they were doing, he gave them some health potions, so they got some free health potions. He just has general like weapons, all the basic stuff, simple stuff. Also, at the at the inn, which had closed for renovations, by the way, Sidious was with his um, this helper, this little boy named Gleek. And I think that's about it. Talon had asked Sidious if there was anyone that could help him this journey, and Sidious had mentioned that there was uh, some weirdo playing music outside the, spotted outside the town, and they might be able to... They might be able to find help there. All right, so should we introduce our characters? Well, all right, let's, so, so let's say this. So you travel, you've been traveling um, for a couple hours. You've got a coconut. <laughs> you've been traveling for a couple hours east towards the abandoned keep. Sorry. So on vibrate, please. Um, <laughs> uh, you've been traveling a couple hours east. Again, it's Azir, the drow monk, Talon, the half-elk sorcerer slash monk. and I'll call you Aziz. Far not racist not racist name the half orc paladin minus 10 for name? racist for racist he points. looks like him <laughs> i'm pretty convinced any indian person looks like him to you so um okay tom hanks <laughs> <laughs> so after about after about two or three hours the three adventurers you spot a uh, three hours outside of town. You spot a figure in the in the uh, rural in the perimeter of the town. Playing a guitar and playing one of my famous parody songs, Dragonborn to be wild. <laughs> 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 weird the weird. Um. So yeah, you see this guy. You see a a figure. It looks a little demonish, approaching. What is he singing? Dragonborn to be wild. It's a very funny parody song based on a other current song that's out there. I got a loot. <laughs> you want to roll for initiative? <laughs> I don't trust him. He's got I a fanny pack. Loot, on. I All right, so how are you approaching this? Cautiously. I'd like to listen to his song. Rob just pulls up to you in Indian style and he's just listening. <laughs> I'm drawn to this melodic music coming and I'd like to sit and listen to what he has to sing. Well, Stay a while. I'm, I'm very, listening. I'm, I'm very shy with private shows. So. <laughs> I notice you and I stop, but I'm very friendly. I say, "Hi guys, how's it going?" Would you like to take this time to introduce yeah, so yourself? Is this I'm... how socially awkward we really are? <laughs> yes. Uh, hey. My name is Talon. I am the son of Robius, who you might not remember, but from our last campaign was one of the one-two remaining of a quest that we completely failed and destroyed a village because we let a bunch of dark cultists summon demons and destroy. I don't know if I have to tell you all this, but for the sake of just explaining <laughs> my character, I'm going to... TMI, man. Uh, I pretend to care. <laughs> no, yeah, to pretend. Yeah, I, Roll to bluff. I think I'm trained in deception, actually. He's a good listener. So after we failed that mission, Robius kind of exiled himself because he wasn't. Or sorry, yeah, no, Robius was exiled himself because he uh, was pretty ashamed and nobody liked him because the town got destroyed. <laughs> to uh, repent for all the misdoings, he gave up his firstborn son, who was half elf, to the Golden Dragon Temple, and then spent the next eighteen years there. So town's nineteen, uh, six foot, two hundred pound. 
pretty pretty solid guy. <laughs> Although he's very weak. <laughs> he's built well, but he's it's all it's all the glamour muscles really. Uh, Where's Monk Robes? Uh, he has a dragon tattoo that circles around his whole body, and so yeah. he's frosted tips as well. <laughs> so I, I guess we should read the uh, traits too, right? So my personality traits: I'm tol- I'm I'm not tolerant of people who believe in things other than me, <laughs> which will sound familiar. Uh, I'm also somewhat of a troublemaker. I'm kind of unpredictable, and I kind of just like run head on into things. My ideals are based on tradition, uh, so I believe that ancient traditions of worship and sacrifice must be pre- preserved and upheld. Uh, I'll do anything to protect the temple where I served, uh, and I put too much trust into those uh, who wield power into my temple's hierarchy. Uh, and that's pretty much it for me. That's my story. Sir? I'm sticking to it. Uh, okay. Hi. I'm Azir Dohillen. And I try to shake your hand, but you, you try to fist bump me. And it's really <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> so you just grab his fist. I'm a black friend. Um... <laughs> As you can see, I am a drow elf, but I do not lean towards the tendencies of most drow elves. I too was raised by the, uh, the monks at the Golden Dragon Monastery. <laughs> Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I was trained in the ancient arts of Kung Pao chicken. I was raised by drow elves until seventh birth, birth year, and... Uh, my matron mother was going to uh, sacrifice me so that she might have a, a victory against another drought house. And my sister Thanks. took pity on me oh, characteristic drought trait and um, sold me to Durgar Dwarfs to, to get me out of, out of town. So the last uh, 15 years or so I've been raised by, by monks and I'm here to keep him out of trouble. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> what kind of feats do you have? And conversely, what is your greatest flaw? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so I feel tremendous empathy for those who suffer, and I judge people by their actions, not their words. I feel that I have to support the greater good, and I have many gifts that will uh, make this world a better place. I hope one day to reunite with my sister and thank her for saving my life. And I, I pray that she has not been killed for her deeds. <laughs> uh, I sometimes have trouble keeping my true feelings hidden, especially when people are duplicitous or uh, attacking the downtrodden. And my tongue has gotten me into trouble, as well as my actions. So, obviously, people distrust me because of my drought heritage, and I aim to prove them wrong. Wow. Thanks for sticking up for the little guy. And I go to hug the drow. Plus ten points. He's essentially Talon's like older brother in a sense. Yeah, but in drow years, I'm actually your younger brother. It's been like <laughs> six years for every. I'm only half half I'm nineteen. Anyway, I'm uh, Thaddeus the half orc. Thaddeus. All right. As you can tell, it's a little odd that I'm a half orc, but I'm also a paladin, so. I come from humble beginnings as an urchin, and I was taken in by some religious people, uh, and <laughs> I took on their name that they gave me, Thaddeus. I'm a pretty large paladin, and I'm lawful good. So, my personality traits, I'm very blunt, and I think people are hiding things often. I'm very aspirational, and I want to achieve, especially coming from humble beginnings, and I consider where I came from my home, and I will defend it with my life. And oddly enough, uh, I really love gold. So, I love um, gold. <laughs> um, and I'm with these merry people that I just met while married. Merry people. Oh, okay. What are you thinking about? Oh, wait. Are you the one who can't hold in their feelings, or you? I cannot. Oh, okay. Uh, so hi. How's it going? Hey guys, glad to have some new friends. You guys are all my friends. <laughs> uh. My name's Alfred the Weird. As you can see, I am a tiefling. As a child, I was always weird and uh, didn't really fit the mold of classic tieflings, especially because I was more trusting than some and nicer than some. I got picked on a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it's not unusual for tieflings to go and have normal productive lives, but uh, you know, I, I try to make everyone happy with my music. It's pretty much what I do here. 
I traveled from town to town playing my songs. Um, I read them on the road. Just wrote a great song uh, based on Bob Dylan, uh, <laughs> like a rolling for Initiative Stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm giving you one initiative point for that one. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I just play my music, but uh, recently, recently I've been wondering if my music can do more than just make people happy, but it could it could uh, inspire them, almost uh, <clears throat> bardic inspiration them. So, uh, despite the protests of my father, I did set off the land to spread joy through my music. And while there are some who might initially be heavily skeptical, there's a nice tiefling around, the juxtaposition of seeing such a scary figure playing such goofy music really gives people ease. So I haven't run into too many problems in town. Where I do run into trouble is uh, my friend here. I have a hard time keeping quiet when I see injustice. In fact, if I could... For the purpose of the podcast, I just held up my fist in solidarity. <laughs> if I could read from my, my prepared notes. When I witness injustice, I can't keep my mouth in check. When I witness egregious injustice, I can't keep my rage in check. Whoa. Um, Super Saiyan powers. <laughs> but pretty much, I just want to prove to my father that I'm still a legitimate adventurer despite my career choice. Uh, I think the world is in need of new ideas and bold action, and nobody stays angry at me f- for long because I can diffuse tension. And you know what? I love a good insult, even one directed at me. So, pretty easygoing guy. Just looking to sit out there, spread some music. And help some guys. And you guys look all right to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Totally normal. Right. What, what, like, what weapon do you have? So, as you can see, so I pull out my dagger, then I pull out two more daggers, and I begin to juggle them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't come. I don't come into much trouble having used a weapon. I do have these couple daggers. They're mostly for show. I've got a rapier behind here, but mostly, and I take out my guitar. I just play some music and I strum it. And I sing half a song, which uh, I can't make up on the spot. <laughs> awesome. So you, I'm assuming they ask you if you would like to join. They well, inform- Matt, good sir, would you join our party? Absolutely. Anything to prove my We seek to help, help the, uh, the villagers who have been frequently attacked by a group calling themselves the Crusaders. And I fear they do not crusade for justice. All right. So Alfred the Weird joins along with Thaddeus the half-orc paladin, Talon, the half-elf sorcerer monk, and Azir, the full drow monk. So who's the equivalent of the white guy who talks to the cops? <laughs> I, think it's, I, I think it's Talon. Okay. Yeah, I guess. A bunch of misfits. Yeah, this is quite, <laughs> this is quite the band. No, of, you know, of, you know, of characters separately. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Dungeons and Dragons, so you could be anyone you want. And we all chose to just be losers. <laughs> <laughs> Given unlimited options. Uh, the only range is our imagination, and the best we can come up with is just, yeah, we're all kind of lowers. Alright, so so it takes you takes you most of the day to get to get there. Uh, Sidious may have been exaggerating a little when he said it only took a few hours to get there. So you arrive there, you're just going along a path. And uh, at about, it, it gets dark. You're still going along the path. Do you have dark vision? Yeah. Okay. So we all do. We all do. <clears throat> okay, right. cool. Yeah. So there's no point for me to have these light spells. <laughs> <laughs> so at around, let's just say it's about 9 p.m., you arrive at what would appear to be the uh, the Crusaders' keep. You see it kind of in the distance. It's just, it's just a path. There's brush around it, and then the brush kind of opens up into a big, like, circular open field with the big keep in, keep in the middle of it. I charge. No. <laughs> uh, I pause and I ask Talon, which is the Wi-Fi? <laughs> Forgot to mention that the monks saw me this like an eight. I was a little bit of a pyro. <laughs> like I just like fire things, so I have mostly fire fire based spells, and then I also have a quarter staff that I tend to walk with. Um, so I'm mostly you know blasting from the back. <laughs> um, I'm dual wielding, so I'm usually in the front and. Um, I have relatively high HP. We all have pretty low HP, but yeah. I'm also the main healer because we don't really have a healer. So I'm, I, as a drow, I'm kind of small <laughs> compared to most humans, and obviously to the to the half orc there. Um, but I'm quick and uh, stealthy. Uh, my attacks are typically going to be using either um, my hands or my bow staff. I have high stealth. As long as I don't get hit, I can fuck shit up. Nice. 
so I'm not much of a fighter, but uh, I have been practicing a few tricks on the road. I juggle some daggers, then I throw them into a tree to show I can... That's my ranged weapon. And then, uh, I'm not sure I should show this to you guys now. Just understand, uh, Half-Lord, can you please take a step back? I promise you this is for demonstration purposes only. <laughs> and I begin to, to, to whisper, and uh, I cast Vicious Mockery on the, uh, the Half-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so ugly. Which, which, yeah, goes, which goes and protrudes some whispers in his ear that make him very upset and hurt his soul enough to cause some damage. I then go, don't worry, good sir. And then I begin playing some harmonic tunes and the wave of music floods and healing words him back to full health. Oh, do you have healing words? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is, yes. that, is that a spell? Yeah, healing words so is a spell. That twice, twice a yeah. Um, I stand emotionally confused. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my corn album. <laughs> Alright, cool. No. So I then, and then, uh, I don't know why I can do this, and I crack my back, and I, I begin taking my arms, and I <laughs> just somehow just thunder wave the ground. Um, I don't quite know how this happened, apparently. There's a Pikachu I, in your back. I can do this. Thunderwave. You pull out a mini a mini electrical amp, and you just strike a really distorted <laughs> note, and it just like cracks the ground. Uh, so, walking order would probably be uh, <clears throat> Sean, Saya, or sorry... Probably me. That is me. That is. Well, I'm kind of a scout. True. We really don't have a tank, do we? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I just be me up front, you guys in back, and maybe you to the side or something. Well, yeah. because you can scout out. How much total health do you guys have? I have seven. Eleven. Oh, but I we healed up. So I have ten. You have ten. Yeah. So the tank has one more hit point than <laughs> the non-tanky guys. Right. Right, so you're going up front. <laughs> What's your AC? Thirteen. Milan. What about yours? Seventeen. That's higher than mine, and I have the heavy armor. But I guess you're quick. I was actually going to ask that. Yeah. I assume it's something. Okay. It's from my decks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you? Sixteen. Okay. All right. So, um, <clears throat> so what's your walking? What's your walking order? Me. So we'll we'll take point two points a point. Um, I I'll scout out. I, so I have superior dark vision. I can see uh, as though it were normal light under dark conditions. So we're basically traveling at night. Yes, that's the plan. We're not unless we have to talk to real people. We travel at night, and we're pretty awkward. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I'll s- scout the territory. You said there's a. Key. It's like an opening. Yeah. So you're still on the path, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'm assuming that you're going like cautiously, so you haven't seen anyone yet. So you're on the path, and it's the path is about to open up into what appears to just be like a large, open, um, circular field with the keep in the middle. So the keep's still about a half a mile away. Okay, um, but you can see it's like it's. Uh, so if we traveled the perimeter, would that mm-hmm. take hours or minutes? Like if we circled, walked the circle around, it kind of like uh, twenty minutes probably. It would not take very long. Better safe than sorry. I. I s- Propose that uh, I walk the perimeter as stealthily as possible mm-hmm. and uh, come up with some kind of bird call <laughs> 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 uh, signal if I need help, or I'll, I'll just put trap detection on. I'll do a um, I'll do a fairy fire. You could just yell help at that point. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm if I'm boned, I'll do <laughs> fairy fire to uh, to tell you guys where I am. Cool. All right. So, um, like the the <clears throat> perimeter of the the brush is is. Still about like half a mile, half mile away from like the actual keep. Mm-hmm. But with your dark vision, you'll be able to see stuff. But it's far enough away that you're not in. If there, if there is someone that is looking there, mm-hmm. they probably you know that they probably wouldn't be able to see you in the in hiding in the brush. You do a quick circle around the keep and roll a um, perception, please. Fourteen. Fourteen. So you don't really notice anything. What you do notice is that there does not appear to be any other entrances besides the main uh, front door, which is just a normal wooden door. All right. So I, I assume I've, I've done the perimeter yep. back now. Yeah. So guys, I didn't see much, but there seems to be one way into this place. Wooden door up front. Hmm. What do you think? Scale the walls? <laughs> is it made of wood or stone? It's like it's stone. The, 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 the door is wood. Wooden door. Uh, yeah. Stone key. I want to light it. <laughs> um, how tall are the walls? They're not like scalable. It's it's like not it's not a, a large keep, and it's not like terraced or anything. So it's like if you scaled the walls, you would just be on the roof then. Um, yeah, I guess we'll then we have to go up to the front, right? Knock on the door. Knock on the door. Flaming bag of poop. <laughs> Everybody's happy. I get to take a dump. You get the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can knock on the door while playing a song, so he thinks it's just a. a Someone sent a traveler to play the 
owner of the keep a song. <laughs> or I'm just there to play Christmas music carols. Around. That's good. For some money. That could work if, you, if you've got high enough uh, smooth talking skills. I've got 16 charisma. I'm a smooth talking guy. So, what's going to be your signal to pull us in? I'll play uh, a song by the band. Uh, it's like the Red Wedding. The, yeah. band, <laughs> the band Armor Class, Difficulty Class, also known as ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's definitely right an, You have at least one inspiration point right now that you can put down. All right, so wait, so what is this? What is the plan right now? Um, I'm just going to knock on the door and talk to whoever enters that. Uh, I'm just a I'm just a traveling guy so, singing telegram. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, where and where are you three? Um, <laughs> How far is it, like the wood line? Are the walls bare? Yeah. Like, there's no shrubbery. Um, well, th- uh, there's no shrubbery. You can't see any shrubbery, but you also are still because you're on that perimeter. You're still pretty far away. Okay. It's like half a mile from the tree line. Yes. So how about this? So as you approach. Alfred, signal us some way to let us know if the path is clear, i.e. there's no lookouts approaching the keep, or if there are lookouts, let us know when you see them. Or you could try to stick something in the door when it closes it so we can just sneak in. Well, I'm, I'm well we don't know if they're with... hostile either. I mean, we, the assumption They're totally is hostile. We're going there to attack them out. Oh. They're attacking yeah. the village. So, yeah. I mean... Well, I tell Sean didn't tell you he's actually a crusader yeah, himself. That's guys. probably I don't know. <laughs> This is recorded, David. <laughs> I'm concerned with, like, as you walk up. We don't want to totally it, uh, Alfred either. Yeah. It's like sending him in and being like, oh, good luck, see ya. So, I mean, we're we totally need, using his bait now. We need a signal for, you guys like, do you. My friends, my trust you <laughs> Are there sentries watching and, like, when and where they saw you so we know, like, how to approach the just work out the, the number in the song that you sing. Yeah, I'll just yeah, I'll sing a song. We're thirty-five and, uh, men. <laughs> with armor clad. <laughs> I mean, I could just be singing what I see as I go in. That, that wouldn't be unusual if I'm singing a custom song for where I am. All right, I yeah, could try to give explain exactly what I'm saying through a song. Can we hear that from a half mile away? Though? Oh, you guys are half mile away. <laughs> He's giving me Yeah. <laughs> You have a magic voice or something. Yeah. Ghost voice. Ghost sound. sound. Yeah. I've got dissonant whispers, but I don't think it's far enough. Ghost sound. Ghost sound. No, I do a I do a mage hand, but not ghost sound. Slap one of us if you see things. Use um, mage hand. I've got to, to speak to with animals. I could t- I could tell an animal to run back and tell you guys. <laughs> Send the sheep. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like Gandalf talking to the little moth. Yeah. And then we bring some eagles. So, all right, so what is the, what is the yeah, going on right now? If you guys get half mile away when this happens, I do have a horn as well as as well the lute. I can play my horn, which is probably a lot louder than a lute. Blast it. I'm not, I'm not well, sure how I could. We'll, we'll just approach on our own. But this, I mean, this is, I'm, we're entering like a castle. There, do you don't have a song this? that like puts them to sleep or anything, do you? No, I did not take the sleep spell. The lullaby. He did not uh, focus on lullabies in his <laughs> bardic I thought I take healing word. Sleep. Yeah, I think it's fine. Alright, what's the plan? Well, this is, this before is you go in, what do we want to do if he starts getting attacked? We'll just charge just run. But why don't we? I haven't been attacked before. I'm just entering a castle type thing. You think there It's are, like a small castle. A small castle, and you're pretty sure that there are cultists here? That this is. Are rather, so they but but um, Sidious did describe them as cultists. Yeah. But do, do we know. Wait, did, I forgot. Did they say what their cause is? Like, we're trying to trick them to a degree. Is there something we could trick them into? Or they did just not like, ask that. I'm just gonna walk in. The, like I'm gonna approach this common sure collective right that I've done. This, you know, I've done things like before. I'm just gonna walk <clears> in there, <throat> playing my music, and hope I put on a good enough show that they invite me in just to play some, some music. So, is there a trail leading up straight to the? Door? There was a trail leading to this, um, yeah. like circular thing, circular yeah. field. That's the like only the thing. Foot that's path, there. maybe, or yeah, yeah. So, so I'll knock on the door. I, I think we uh, should follow and hang back because I mean, if it's why can't we just pretend to be his band? <laughs> I, band I, of, heavy, of heavily armed. I've got a hammer and a sword. <laughs> like, this is my drumstick. It's actually not a bad. I like the temptation. I can probably talk him out of it. If I give We're someone called Stomp. Oh, I see. Because I'm thinking, with, they're humans, right? Like they're not, they're not ghouls that are just going to attack us mindlessly. So if we're trying to trick at some point, I guess. I mean, one of my features is by popular damage means you can always find a place for form 
uh, at an inn, tavern theater. Oh. At, at, at such, a so place, at such a place you receive free lodging. People like me. So what if you set up a performance and then we sneak in while you're playing at night? And then like, while they're It is all, night. Oh, sorry. While they're <laughs> oh, yeah, watching the other night. It, I don't want to disturb the It's like 9 p.m. right now. So what if you go in and you're like, oh, I was here to do the show, and you have them all congregate, and then we kind of like sneak in and take them out from behind. How do I get the door open? How do I keep the door open? I can try... Did I take that? Just like stick a little pebble in there. As I'm walking by, I could mage hand... Can I mage hand the lock so it doesn't close? I mean, you don't know what, like what kind of door this is oh, right, either. But you just, I can't it's tell. a wooden door. But I'd be willing to... Okay, guys, I'd be willing to, while I'm playing, in the middle of my performance, when you guys hear me start playing, start moving towards the door, and at some point, I'm going to get the door to open with my mage hand or with some thunderous... Wave of my music. When that happens, that's obviously the cue just to come in. All right. But my plan right now is to show up and tell them I would like to play things with We're songs. All gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should uh, we should all approach the keep at the same time. Because I mean, if you're challenged on the way to the keep, we need to be there to support you. I don't know. Should we hang back and let him get to the keep by himself and then approach the keep, or? Because my concern is. If he goes to the keep and is challenged before he gets to the keep, I'm sure with his charisma, he'll get inside the keep. Yeah. But if we go to the keep and we're challenged at the same point yeah. where he, he got challenged, we're not going to be able to sweet talk ourselves into the keep. So we probably all need to get to the same spot at the same time and then hide when he knocks on the door. Maybe that band If we can't get to the door, yeah. then we just need to be there to back, back each other up. So that's my... So we can hide like, on the other side. The outside of the doors, yeah. Yeah, anything? Are we worried about anyone looking weird? I'm proficient in disguising, I've got a disguise kit. I'm proficient at making disguises. Do we need to put disguise in anyone? Like but here's the thing if we're if we're standing outside of the door, but we're not you're saying we're not talking to them, he's just talking to them. No, we hide when he knocks on the door. Well, so we there's no bushes, right? So we're just hiding right on the sides of the door. If they look out, they'll be like, Why, like, then alarm bells will immediately ring so that. I mean, at least we get to defend him, but I almost feel like we either completely try to trick them, or we... I mean, there's really no good option. We either run in, or we have that first line. The only issue, like you said, though, I mean, you can try and open up the door, but if it's like a large stone door, what are you going to do? There's really no options. We already know it's wooden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just run it. I'll tell them that the acoustics are really bad, and I need you guys to open the door to stop this echo I'm having. <laughs> this will be my extra plan, with my deception and charm. I, I leave it to you, Alfred. As you are brave enough to put yourself in harm's way, I'll support you as you see fit. I second that motion. Uh, for your cages, walking in, trying to play some music, and, uh... Trying to get the door open. And trying the door open through my performance. So just hang back a couple minutes. When I enter in, just approach the door and wait for me to try to open it somehow. Alright. Worst comes to worst, I say thank you, I must be on my way, and then we open the door and we lose that kind of surprise, but I'll get the door yeah, open somehow. So how how long are you waiting? I would say the second the door closes behind me, just approach the door. But I mean you're half a mile away. You don't what are your what are your elf eyes see? <laughs> um no I'm saying like are you are you all waiting? Until like, are you waiting that half a mile away and like, because you can, you can like, we can see it, right? Yeah, I mean, you could see like small figures, it, like if if he was there, you'd be able to see small figures, yeah. but like half a mile away, that's like a three minute jog. So Just letting you know, three minutes, you got you got to stall for three. Each minutes. round is six seconds. It's <laughs> final play. My music. I'm confident in my ability to get these people to love me. All right, so um. I'll tell you, I'm not going to have the rest of you leave right now, but you can't help David make decisions. You can only react as your characters would react. Okay. All right. So um, you're, you're just like walking up there. You get about half, you're like about halfway there. Uh, roll a perception check, please. Uh-oh. Rain of arrows. I have no perception this time. I have no wisdom. <laughs> I think my, my minus, minus one. Uh, 13 perception. You have minus one? Yeah. Okay. So you don't notice anything suspicious. <laughs> you don't notice. Uh, the you, five guys sneaking up on you. You keep walking. That's not a good sign. You're dead. What's your sneak? My sneak is uh, four. So go ahead, roll, roll, a, roll a stealth. Uh, 16 stealth. Okay. 
So you walk, get a little bit closer. Now you're about like 100 feet away. Go ahead and roll a, another perception. Three. All right. <laughs> and roll a sneak. Seven. All right. So you... Um, <laughs> So anyone with anyone with uh, dark vision besides Pause. you? No, Rob doesn't have dark vision. Do you? Uh, I do. Yeah. yeah, I have dark vision. All right, roll perception. Uh, well, well, a rabbit walks out. What we have is different from what you have. Yes, I can you see. So I can only see sixty feet. Okay, roll, roll. Uh, so I probably can't see a half mile. Still roll perception. Well, how many feet in miles? Is it 120? No, like 5,000. <laughs> uh, perception, 7. 5 tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. 5 uh, tomatoes. 5 tomatoes, yeah. <laughs> 5 tomatoes. So we don't or we do? No. 13. I have 17. So, um, and you got a 14 with superior dark vision. So Alfred um, makes it. Makes it to you. You see Alfred making it to the door. Just eyes really the only one that sees it, and he's he's like, oh, you see him kind of like, he like takes the loot out. He's like about to about to like about to strum a note, and then Josiah or excuse me, Azir sees coming from his left this kind of skulking figure, humanoid figure going on all fours, just kind of like leap leap at him. Oh god! Um, oh. So he gets he gets a surprise <laughs> surprise attack. Well, that was a terrible idea. What is your uh, AC? 13. It bites you for five damage. Oh, God. You manage to, like, shake it off, and uh, you look at it, and it is a, uh, a it, looks, it looks like a human, uh, except for its face, which oh, is the face God. of a rat. Oh. So go ahead. Everyone so can roll initiative. I, uh, well, okay. well, I guess, we're I, guess I told them what I saw. Yeah. yeah. So we're all, all yeah. going to run in, I guess. Yeah. You're gonna have to run for it. Oh, wait. Twenty. That's the most worthless time to get a <laughs> Most worthless time. With two plus two initiative. Oh yeah, you guys might actually Oh yeah, oh nineteen. Yeah, I got minus one, so <laughs> you guys are probably higher than me. Oops. What everyone else got? Seven. Twenty one. Seven. Alfred? Oh, I need roll for initiative. Fifteen. So Azir yeah. is first on the uh, initiative track. Oh really? What'd you get? Oh, because you plus my pluses. Um, higher armor class. You yeah, I'll start just sprinting. Sixty feet. Oh shit! So yeah, half a mile. This is gonna take a lot of rounds before we get over there. <laughs> it's gonna take forever. <laughs> oh my god! How far is your range on your ranged attacks? Or do you? Do you mm. both have? Uh, that's a good question. One hundred and twenty feet. I mean, so wait. 5,000 <laughs> divided by 2, 2,500 divided by 60. <laughs> 41 turns, but I'm not going to say that that's... Um... <laughs> yeah. So you're sprinting with uh, a passion that you have never known before, <laughs> so um, you're getting there. But So yeah, you you run off sprinting, Pull and it is uh, Thaddeus' turn. I mean, I, I run, right? Mm-hmm. I, so, yeah. Alfred. Let's just assume we're all going to run until we're within range. And we'll bicker on the way. That's my minor action. Bicker. I told you we shouldn't have gone this way. <laughs> so is a human with a rat face? Yes. I don't think you can talk to him. You don't know? Is he gorgeous? Is he what? Gorgeous? He's gorgeous. <laughs> it's the yeah. sexiest rat you've ever seen. You've ever seen. <laughs> That's, That's why I jumped at it. Chiseled rat jaw. <laughs> I'm trying to think about. I mean, if, if these this is a monster, or these are people inside. I mean, if they're not people inside, I could call for help, and I assume that this is what the like, crusaders are. Does that use up all his turns? Like, I know there aren't minor actions or anything. It would be an action. Mean, so. Well, I will say, as it attacked you and you threw it off, it makes kind of like a noise. <laughs> well, that's what a rat sounds like. I feel like we to talk to it. Oh, because wait, do you have a yeah? yeah I can, I can speak with animals. I didn't think about that. Get off. Be afraid of because I can try to make a scary noise. Probably just away from it. Hey, whoa, whoa, no help from the peanut gallery. Right, my bad. We're all thinking it. My bad. He has telepathy. Are there people telepathy? Probably. That'd be useful. Alright, I will run away. Well, I guess I can. What's your speed? 30. You run away first and then you talk to him. Okay, I'm gonna talk to you from back here. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I will, uh, 
run away. I will run 30 feet away. I don't think Guy wants to hang out. And then uh, I will cast Thunder Wave. Well, no. <laughs> I'm too far away now. <laughs> I run away, but not too much. And then do the spell. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'll run away. I'll run my full 30 feet away mm-hmm. and then cast Dissonant Whispers, which is where I whisper a discordant melody that one, only one creature you choose within range can hear, racking terrible pain. Uh, it must make a wisdom saving throw and it doesn't need to understand me. Mm-hmm. So it's just the name of it. So I will cast dis- Dissonant Whispers against it. Uh, on a failed wisdom saving throw, on a failed throw, it must spend its action to move as far away as possible nice. from me um, and take damage. Huh. Uh, on a saved throw? So, yeah, I'm going to cast it. It works. Um, I, my, I don't think you need to do anything. Yeah, you don't do anything. My casting is my... I do need to say, I my guitar was out. My lute was out. It is my... my like physical? It yeah, it's the physical. My spells have to be used with the guitar. The lute, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Well, any, any, any musical instrument, the lute, the horn, or drums. I'm proficient in three instruments. <laughs> a drums are more, and ad hoc, the worst comes to worst. I'll <laughs> bank some rocks together. <laughs> so, I run away, and I do distant whispers, where I whisper that your mother was a hamster, and your father smelled the bell. <laughs> and what's your, um, what is your save? Is it 13 to start with? That's a whisper, though, that... Oh, it, my spell save is, well, how does this all work? So I'm the one that rules. You're... I need to do a wisdom saving check versus, and then there's a number that you spell have. Save is... Oh, versus my 13, my attack bonus 13, is 5. Yeah. My spell casting yeah, ability is 3. three. I don't know why so, so it's just 13. I need to beat 13. On a wisdom save of 3, yeah. Mm-hmm. You still had your guitar out because you were about to strum that note right before you got tackled yeah. and bitten. You recovered valiantly, ran away, and struck a... Um... Sweet-ass guitar solo. But it's dis- it's super Disney because it's very displeasing. Yeah, um, it seems to affect this were rat very um, very sufficiently. Yeah, I used my Pokedex. If you cut away its if you cut away its whiskers, it can't balance itself anymore. That was Raticate's thing. Only nine notes. <laughs> so you you knew what it was. I mean, okay. you just knew that it was a were rat. It wasn't like you had to identify it or anything. Because it had a fucking rat's head. That's how. You, that's how you identified it. So you you did hit it with this new whisper. So go ahead and deal that damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it so it yeah. So, uh, but it does, it does six damage, and it must it must immediately use its reaction to run away as far as it can. Okay. So it runs away. You notice about the same distance that you had run, and it is the rat's turn. So it it runs away. About 30 feet, and then it runs back about 30 feet right at you, and it attempts to bite. It should be out of range, though. I Why? 30 feet away 30 from feet it. Oh, yeah. thank you. So yeah, it spends um, both its movements to get back to you. So it's like about to reach you, and then that's going to be your next okay. turn. You know what I love about this? We spent like 20 to 30 minutes deciding what to do. I know. And it resulted in you just running away. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, must look, this must look so funny. This guy put his guitar in the... Oh, shit! It's the giant rat. <laughs> run away! <laughs> Everyone, everyone's squinting. What the hell's going on outside? And out of nowhere, it's clean exit stage left. <laughs> Talon's turn. Uh, running towards him. All right. Uh, is it your and Thaddeus' turn? Yeah. Same thing. Uh, how far? Are You're we? too far. Too far? Keep running. <laughs> Alright. What? Alfred? So I can use just cantrips oh, whenever, right? Course. Yeah. I use a spell slot, but I can use cantrips anytime I want, right? Right. Mm-hmm. However, I will still run away. Oh, yeah, I'll run the full 30 feet away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should think you're walking up with your Oh, shit. Oh, Okay, so I'll run the fold 30 feet away again, and then I will use my cantrip Vicious Mockery on it, where I unleash a string of insults with subtle enchantments. If they can hear me, it need not understand me. It must be yeah. wisdom saving throw again. Oh, I'd have to do the saving throw? Oh, uh, yeah. Same saving throw. And it's wisdom? Yeah. Did not, it failed. I gotta get out of my game with my mockery. No, no, no. I mean, it failed. Oh, oh, oh. So uh, it takes 1d4 damage, and it has disadvantage. Uh, 1d4 psychic damage, if that matters. 1 damage. But its feelings are incredibly hurt. So it is the were-rat's turn. It will catch up to you, and as it's catching up to you, you notice it's pulling out a sword, 
What? I thought it was on all fours. So it'll first attempt to bite you. Which you have advantage, right? Or something? It has disadvantage on his rolls. Okay. Does it? Yeah, that was part of the failing thing. What's your AC? 13. Oh my god. Hits you with the, the bite. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> and deals three damage. What does disadvantage do again? I roll two dice and take the lower one. Oh, okay, okay. And then it pulls out its sword and slashes you with the sword. Why does it get so many moves? What, you, what's your AC again? Oh, 13. And it misses you with the sword. Uh, as this happens, I turn to Azir and... Uh, what's your name, Thaddeus? I say, yeah, we probably should have given one of those potions that we got back there. <laughs> <laughs> what? You thought we have an extra one? <laughs> So it's if I just turn. throw a potion and hit him, does it have an effect? <laughs> I don't think your arm's that good. You underestimate me. Uh, that's right, because I'll my muscles. <laughs> Talon? If I run 30, am I, close to, am I within 120 yet? No. Yeah. Alright, so I'll run for it. I mean, oh, come on. Uh, I still need to run towards him? I mean, yeah. yeah. So I can't run 60 if I do a minor action, is that right? Or can I still run 60 and do a minor? Yeah, I think so. What's the, what's the action? I want to cast um, Dancing Lights as a destruction. How far can you cast it? 120 feet. Mm, we're probably not close enough. Oh, unless, oh, in the distance. Well, we've run, what, 240 so far? You can cast it. It's not going to be like... I'm more concerned, like, can I run my full distance, or will I have to drop back in the sprinting... I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think I have that written. Is, is a cantrip a, a, an action? Or? Yeah, it is an action. Okay. So you would have. Yeah, to... I'll just keep running. For this okay. Uh, Alfred. Oh, sorry, Thaddeus. So yeah, you... I'm just gonna run double. Alfred. I mean, if I run double, he can't. He can only catch up to me. It'd be this weird thing where we're both just running, right? Yes. So we're just running this weird thing where. Yeah, that's a, that is exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, I'll just say, all right, fuck this shit, and I start running as fast as I can away from the thing. So it does get an opportunity attack on you. What's the opportunity attack? Because he's like right next to you. He just tried to hit you. Oh, I see. So as it's opportunity, it it glows, and you look back while you're running, and it um it turns into a giant rat. And it is the were rat's turn, or now the rat rat's turn, and it runs. It does the dash too to catch up to you. So it catches up to you. Talon's turn now. Right. When you do that full sprint, you're. About to be in range, so like... I'm still outside of 120 feet. Yeah. Okay. So, since they just ran towards you, Azir and Thaddeus will have to do... Well, no, because you're all together. I'm yeah, so they're... Um, so you are in range with, like, your uh, range weapons. If you run the, the 30 feet. Or if you run, sorry, your movement. So if I do my movement, I can do a range. Mm-hmm. I'm sprinting. You're sprinting? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any range with that. Okay. Thaddeus? Yep. Sprinting? Mm-hmm. All right, Alfred, keep in mind if you run away from him, it will provoke an... Uh... Unless I disengage it. Yes. And then we get, get to move 30 feet away. It's, it's just like an open field. We're just running through an open yes. field. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there are guards watching this. <laughs> All right, I will cast Thunder Wave against it because it is right up next to me. I'll also take out my take out a sword in tandem with, with my action. I'll do Thunder Wave. Okay. Which is the same thing. Uh, it has to make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving yes. throw. Am I still at disadvantage? No. And it was at the end of your previous turn. All right, so you... What is What happens during... Can you read the flavor? Yeah. Uh, on a failed save, a creature takes... You would take 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. On a successful save, you take half damage. So he did save that. So he takes... Six plus... Seven, Ooh, nice. 13 divided by 2 damage. Right. I don't know if you roll up or down. Roll, uh, round down. So, 6 damage. 6 damage, alright. Any unsecured objects are pushed 10 feet away. Did he get... But he didn't, because he... Right, but he, he's not pushed. And there's a... Thunder's boom does happen. That's audible up to 300 feet. Okay. Oh, does it scare the guy, the rat? I uh, know. Loud thunder. All, all his friends over here now. So we are committed. <laughs> no, it, it, it could just be thunder. I don't know. It sounds clear and like thunder. I'll just run away again, I guess. All right. So he tries to nibble at your feet as he runs away. And you got your AC? 13. 
13, and he just fucking misses your feet. So um, it is the rat's turn. He's going to close and try to nibble at your feet again. Um, and this time he does hit for six damage. Guys, I'm dead. It's not dead. Negative four. So HP. Alfred. Well, yeah, does it go to negative four? Negative four, yes. So Alfred gets knocked unconscious, and it is Talon's turn. Uh, so I'm going to move and then use my firebolt, right? I'm within range, is that? Yes. Uh, so Herald mode of fire at a creature or object within range. Um, so that, oh, wow. I rolled a one, which means. Oh, <laughs> which means. magic. So, oh, the random thing. So I, uh, when I was making my character, um, basically there's two types of sorcerers you can do based on what, where your magic power comes from. So I combine the two. So I'm, I have dragon blood in me, which means I can only use the fire spells. And then I also have this wild magic. I roll a D100, and there's this huge table that I just have random magic effects that happen. And they're all negative? Um, here's, no, here's, some of them are... A dragon yeah, appears. Yeah. They're not necessarily negative. Thirty-seven. Uh, so one d six flumps. What are flumps? What? Flumps controlled by the DM appear in an unoccupied space within sixty feet of you and are frightened of you, and then they vanish after a minute. But so, oh, perfect! Because the, the rat will eat the flumps because I'm already dead. So one, one flump. Comes. Flump? Yeah. Flump? No. F L U M P H. It's a monster. Oh, it's only. Fa- oh, it's like a. It's like a squid alien thing. That's uh, what it it's is. It's a spaghetti monster. Yeah, it? yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> but it's lawful good. They're the only lawful good creatures in the original Fiend folio. So it. It, so it, it should it, distract the rat. Just appears. It could be good. One only one can. It just appears within sixty feet. Let me see. If... Flumps are depicted as similar to jellyfish. However, they float in the air rather than water and have eyes on stalks. Flumps are health helpless if flipped onto their back. Quote back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My bad. When does it disappear? Uh, okay, so Azir, it is uh, your turn. I could talk to the swamp, clearly. <laughs> if I move 30 feet, it should be roughly 60 feet away from me? Yes. Yeah. What does, uh, what's extended range mean? Does it mean I have disadvantage? Disadvantage, I think. Yeah. If you have those two numbers and it's yeah. in, in between the second two, yeah, you have disadvantage. So I'm going to move 30 and, and do a ranged attack. I have, uh, I have disadvantage to hit. I'm going to throw my darts. Crit. <laughs> Whoa! But that's obviously ah. not the lower one. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so I take the lower one, 15 plus 7, 22. That is definitely a hit. What, what, are, you, what are you attacking with? Uh, darts. I throw a dart at it. <laughs> okay. What, um, you got it from the, uh, the end. The what kind of weapon is that? It is a piercing weapon. Okay. Do you know what it's made out of? It's kind of metal. Right? Some metal. Silver. Steel or iron. What are... They're not silver darts. I cannot afford silver darts. There's probably no aluminum. So yes, it's probably no, because he's a werewolf. So you, you, uh, the silver darts go into him, and he doesn't seem to take notice of them. Silver darts. The the darts. The non-silver. The non-silver darts go into him, and it does not uh, seem to affect him too too badly. Oh, I got you, Thaddeus's turn. Seems Uh, like this guy has a. uh, I don't know how we're gonna kill him now. Well, you've already done damage. Well, you've done damage to him. Oh, it seems like it's only magic damage. Oh. Has he reacted to the fluff yet? Uh, well, it's not. It's not. Has not been either of their turns yet. So. Oh, okay. He's, okay. Gonna, he's lawful boots and go stuck right there, criminal scum. Because and... <laughs> he can talk in English. <laughs> Guys, tell my father I died valiantly. <laughs> my stupid music as a werewolf. I'm currently 90 feet away, I think, and I haven't run yet, so I yeah. start my turn. Okay, so um, then I'll run twice. All right. It is Alfred's saving throw, so 10 or higher. It's Good. Changed. So you got to do that three times. Yeah. So that's one. Or not, or not die? 
if you roll under 10 three times, then you die. Oh, but I... So you could roll potentially six, ter- six times to figure this out, but if you roll 10 or higher three times in a row, you're done, you're stabilized. And you're just not right, bleeding. Stabilized and you're not okay. dying. You're still unconscious. Yeah, yeah. It is the Flump's turn. The Flump turns to its, uh, its the one who cast it, and... Um, Tickles. And for the sake of not having everyone else leave, Talon hears a voice inside his head say, Good show, Chup. I'll take care of this for now. And uh, the flump sprays <laughs> the uh, sprays the were rat with a. Um, it kind of just like leans over in like a like a squid. It kind of sprays the were rat. This is out. Um, <laughs> what is that? Ink. And the were rat is hit by the spray. Uh, immediately, you smell something very very foul. <laughs> Which the the rat is coated with. It's a green a green mist. If you could guess what kind of mist that was, then it takes some damage. I'm glad you was happy. He's British. I remember there's three flumps. <laughs> no, it's no, one. one. I rolled one d six in this one. Oh, yeah. I thought it'd be funny if he, he was pissed at you. He was like, oh, "That was the military of my family." <laughs> Fuck this. You should purposely have disadvantage all the time, just the double chance just to get that. <laughs> Sometimes it's bad. Yeah. And sometimes it has nothing to do with battle. This is one that makes me immune to alcohol for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to that one. And then just wind drinking contest. That'd be good. I can eat fire too. We can just go around yeah. hustle people. <laughs> Alright. So the rat shakes off. Well, he doesn't shake it off because you can smell him from 100 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Charges at the flump, attempts to bite the flump, and he uh, misses the flump. So the flump is still still standing. So it is now Talon's turn. Try to hit him again with the uh, firebolt. All right. Sixteen. That is a hit. So that's going to be four. One. For one damage. One fire damage. All right. Azir's turn. So I can move close to distance and attack with uh, yes, melee? Yes, yes. That's what I'll do. So I'll move in to close the distance, attack with my bow staff. Third, 23. 23, that is a hit. I'm using this with both hands. Mm-hmm. So I'll take a 1d8. So 6 plus 5, 11 damage. I'm assuming this is bludgeoning damage? Yes. I'm assuming your staff does not have any Magical properties or metallic properties. Uh, it's a wooden staff, I guess. I don't know. All right, so you, you hit him ridiculously hard, and um, it does not seem to oh, affect him at all. He's immune to non silver bludgeoning damage? What if he still take the hit? He just doesn't pierce the skin. He's Thaddeus. Where is he relative to me? Because did he have to run at all? Uh, Josiah pull? closed the distance. So you can now close the distance and. and um, okay, so he's but he, so he didn't move from last turn. He attacked the flump, which was like so he closed the distance a little bit. Because I'm asking, do I have to still run to him, or I'm because I was yeah, thirty feet away before. Yeah, I had to move to hit. You don't but I to... went thirty feet further than you because you did oh, a okay. thing. Yeah. So so you don't have to one? like you don't have to like dash or anything. You can close the distance and then attack. Okay, I'll just attack then. So I'm dual wielding. Okay, so this is gonna be I. Both of my weapons, I think, are metallic. Scimitar and a warhammer. I'd assume they're made out of metal, not wooden. It doesn't make any Do sense. Do you know what kind of metal? It's a wear rat. Yeah, anti wear rat. I don't think we have weapon. It's it's gonna be silver. Silver silver is the. Oh, I should have. It's a wear rat. I should have. Right? I should have hit it with my trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> right, unless you have. For some reason, a silver weapon, which at level one, I... You have silver coins that you throw at it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need to do. My next I mean, what would it be made out of? Like, steel? Turn. I guess steel yeah. is silver. What's made do out of silver? silver? Silver pieces. pieces are made of silver. You can, you can improv any weapon to throw for... Like 1d4. 1d4, which is what the dart is, which I never understood. I guess you, you, you can... What did you damage? You damaged him with insults. I yeah, I insulted him and I thundered him. So magic will work, but melee won't. I don't have any silver pieces. Does anyone have? Is it one of you like absurdly rich? I I have thirteen gold. 
Oh, the acid is no longer. Do, does he disadvantage for saving rolls? He's still poisoned, but the acid was from the tendril attack, which he just saved against. But you don't need to roll two dice to figure out if he saves against um, it? Because don't you disadvantage against skill checks? I mean, ability checks? Oh. You are yeah. correct. Why does he have that? Because of poison? No, the vicious mockery. No, no it's because the poison, and he does not make his uh, yes. disadvantage. So he good takes, uh, yeah, that was a good call. Takes another four damage. Yes. Whoa. That was that was big. And his town's turn. I yell, this is for Plump. <laughs> <laughs> and I shoot a fire bolt at him. Uh, for 22. Nice. Also, in, when Flump was talking... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Flump is not its name. Flump is the name of the creature when he was yeah, telepathically talking to you. He, he did tell you Flump. his name was Chester Bennington, uh, the lead singer of Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> British version. Yes. So I yell, this is for Chester, and I shoot fireballs at him. All right. Uh, for nine. Nine damage. So that the it just kind of... There's like a giant eruption... The where rat is, in, well, it's a giant rat at this point is engulfed in flames, and when the flames go out, it's just lying on the ground. Yes. First kill. So go ahead and award. These fights are crazy. 450 XP, so 450 divided by oh, four per- is. Give yourself 113 wow. XP. You are almost leveled up. Well, you yeah. should be leveled up, I think, right? No, it's okay. One, how much? 113. 213. 228. Whew. Well, we haven't gotten inside yet. <laughs> and there was a big sonic boom that sucked on the next episode of Roll to Hit in honor of Chester Bennington though I do write a song <laughs> called uh, Inspiration in the End uh, <laughs> you approach the keep you right, push open the door just enough to um, to slip in you see there are four bed cots with four uh, humans sleeping on them oh no oh, no <laughs> Did you roll a one? I rolled a one. <laughs> when you're trying to position yourself, like in the doorway, you kind of stumble and like knock open the door, and the door swings open and hits like a nightstand, and that something on that just like the lamp just crashes down. These humans, they they're like, oh, they're like oh, who the who the fuck is this? <laughs>